of that song this year? I think we might be. It's coming off a low base, mind you, but uh, got a feeling that they will have a few more wins in store. And the man at the helm of the West Coast Eagles and has been for about a month now is their new CEO and, of course, premiership player with the club as well, Don Pike. And he's been kind enough to give us his time on SENWA Breakfast. Pike, you appreciate your time. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. Go Nice to uh, nice to chat. It is. We are we are concerned. First question for you is a hard one. Uh, last time we had you on, Pikey, you were laughing, you were having a good time. Now you're the, in the chair. Have you turned into grumpy bastard yet? <laughs> nah, not at all. Not at all. It's been uh, it's been it's been great actually. I've loved getting in and getting to meet all the people, understand how the club's really working, and sort of get my get my footy head off um, from a coaching viewpoint into the, into the business stuff. So I've loved that and. Uh, now still smiling. We're still unbeaten, Camo. So we're going well. <laughs> I'm interested to know about shedding the the footy skin because you know, fresh out of uh, assistant coaching at Sydney, a power club, and you've coached in your own right before. Now you go right behind the desk and put your put your feet under a desk. Um, is it going to be a tough transition, or do you feel like you've already sort of probably made it already? Uh, it's, I don't think it's going to be tough. I think it's just a matter of understanding what your role is within the club, and you know, um, you know that's now changed to what it was when I was coaching. So, yeah, some different different skills I've got to call upon, some you know, different relationships I have to build. Um, but it's still a footy club, and there's still that key component, which is which is the footy bit. So, um, I think I'll find the balance pretty well of how to how to help when needed in footy, if needed, um, and then still you know do do my main role, which is to to run the club. Mate, uh, there's been a change of date for the West Coast Eagles members and uh, supporters for their family day. It was supposed to be this weekend, but there is rumours going around that you've changed the date because your number one cheerleader and supporter in Tim Gossage refused to jump in the mascot <laughs> uniform this Sunday, this Saturday in 41 degrees. Can you confirm or deny? <laughs> I can't. I can't confirm or deny Goss not being in the uh, in the Eagles suit, but uh, no, unfortunately, we have, have had to push that back a week. Just the forecast, you know, as it is at the moment, has 40, I think I was just hearing it's 41 on Friday, 41 Saturday, going, mm. dropping down to 39 on Sunday. We just felt, <laughs> you know, it's going to be, it's just going to be unfair on our fans and members to come and, and sort of in those oppressive conditions and stuff. So we've, we've pushed that back a week and, um, yeah, we'll look forward to getting everyone down here at MRP the following weekend. 9.45 today, live streaming of training on the Eagles Facebook and YouTube channel. And I know uh, Simo made mention of this at the end of last year. In fact, I think he might have even made mention of the club champion. Transparency. Transparency through injuries and form and selection. And um, Are you a part of this transition? Because transparency is something that the West Coast Eagles um, have been a little bit reluctant to do. They've been very insular with regards to that. Don't want to give too much away to the opposition. Very Business-like and very internal. The fans are screaming. The fans want the fans want to see more from the footy club. I like it. Are you uh, obviously a fan of this sort of change? Yeah, very much so, guys. I think it's it's just it's really the industry we're working in now. We're really in, we're in the sports entertainment industry, and our, our fans. And it's probably been a bit through some of the the Netflix, you know, docs and and things like uh, Hard Knocks and. Um, you know, one season at a time and the test and that sort of, the inner sanctum stuff has really become pivotal and, and that's really important for us obviously, you know, forgetting our history, it's more the competitive advantage like that stuff now I think is really minor, I think now the players are engaging, they want to engage in that space, 
clearly our members and fans want to, want access to the players and anything we can do that can that can provide that, as well as obviously just be open and transparent when things happen. And things are going to go well, things are going to go wrong, and we've just got to, if they go wrong, we've got to go, OK, this has happened. Um, and, yeah, that's just, I think that's the landscape we're living in, and, and it's important that we embrace that and, and bring our fans and our members along with us. And that's, you know, that's the journey we're starting. And and getting back to where we want to be. And um, they're going to be a massive part of it. So to, to, to in any way exclude them just doesn't make any sense. You want to get yourself durable and available. That was a quote I think you were quoted uh, the other day on Damien yeah. Barrett on afl.com.au. You're just talking about the players and the group. Is that what you're aiming for? And then effort follows on from that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a great believer that the game the game demands what it demands. You know, it's it's... It's pretty relentless. It's 25 weeks. Um, you've got to be able to play, recover, you know, prepare and play again, and you've got to do it consistently. And, you know, the, the reality is in the last couple of years, our, our player availability hasn't been to the level which has allowed, you know, the side and the coaches and everyone else to, to basically be able to, you know, build what you call belief and confidence. And that comes from doing, not from talking. And, you know, not having our best players available um, is, is significant impost in that. And so yeah, that's been the focus through our, our pre-season time is to make sure that, you know, I know the high-performance staff and the coaching staff have, have been really strong. And let's get out there and let's train at the level, knowing that um, that'll set us up for a season to make sure that we've got maximum numbers you know, at the selection table and there's this pressure for spots. Well, the injury list is starting to rise again, Pikey. Has there been... Uh, not an investigation, but has there been any thoughts into the, you know, sort of surfacing an MRP? Has that been looked into? I know it's been spoken about for a couple of years now, but uh, what sort of, I guess, um, or research are you doing into why these injuries keep occurring at this time of year? Yeah, look, look, we've got a few minor injuries at the moment. I don't think across the board, if you looked, you know, again, no clubs are really producing an injury list, but you know, talking to some other clubs, I don't think where we're at is dissimilar to where a lot of other clubs are at. Um, the surface is one thing which we continually look at, um, whether it be through hardness, whether it be through just there's another component, which is the twist factor, which is how much give is in the ground, which allows the athlete when they're running or they're turning to, to basically mean that they're not, it's not a sharp, sudden movement, which is what can often cause whether it be tendon strains or it be issues around high ankle sprains and things. So that's a constant work in progress. Clearly, the weather is not helping us in terms of being able to pour enough water on the ground to keep it as soft as we can, given the, the easterly sort of blowing 24-7 and, and there's hot conditions. So they're all factors. Um, but we're also in this stage, and I said it to another outlet last night, we're in a stage where we're, we're trying to improve and to improve We've got to we've got to push the the envelope a little bit, and 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 that at sometimes that balance between the art of of or the science of what the players need to prepare for the season to be durable um, and be ready for the season from a high speed viewpoint, and the the art of going when's too when's too much. You know, sometimes when you're pushing that line, you, you're going to get a few, you're going to lose a few soldiers. And um, but to, to people out there, don't don't be alarmed. I think it's pretty standard for this time of year across footy and. Um, we're really mindful. It's something that we would talk about every day. Every day, our coaches and our high-performance staff are talking about the training load, the volume, and how we need to manage the group to make sure that you know, we get to the start line with as many fit and prepared players as we can. Don Pike, our guest, West Coast Eagles CEO. Don, are you concerned in any way, shape, or form with Harley Reid overkill? Uh, whether it be constant back pages of the paper, news <laughs> stories, social media... Is the yeah. club aware of it? Are you aware? Is he aware of it? And oh, are you trying to are you trying to sort of find a balance? 
Yeah, we're, we're definitely aware of it. I look, and I, I get the excitement around Harley. Harley's a he's a great young man, and he's going to be he's going to be uh, he's going to be a fantastic player for for us for a long time. Um, and there's obviously an excitement, which is great. Um, but you but we still have to remember he's an 18 year old who's coming into his first AFL season. So, yeah, we're mindful of it. Um, you know, I don't want to hose it down. Obviously, it's it's a bit of let's try and manage that as best we can. He's been fantastic. You know, he's really embraced that. Uh, but as I said, he's an 18-year-old going to his first AFL season, so we've just got to be mindful of his, his load, not only his media load, but also his, his training load um, as we get him ready for the season and, and monitor that. So that's a sort of a watching brief for, for probably myself and and, uh, and the footy department around, and certainly the media department around how much how much is too much. Um, but to date, he's handled it really well, but we'll, we'll see how it progresses. Oh, he seems pretty level-headed, Pikey. We had him on pre-draft and uh, and then post-draft. He just seems to take it all in his yeah. stride. So we're really looking forward to seeing how he goes. What's You're a matter-of-fact sort of bloke. You're successful in business and in, in football and coaching. What what's Have you got targets set uh, for for the team, not not the off field, the uh, the on field performance this year, Pahi, and and obviously you're probably not going to declare them, but have you got set targets for as far as wins and losses go? No, not really in terms of wins and losses. We, we just we really want to see improvement. I think you know that's the conversations that have been had internally, as you know, and with the with the playing group is well, what is what do you what do you what do you want to see from West Coast this year? And I guess we're looking to go. How do we how do we compete? Back at a really high level, um, you know, and, and show a real spirit around how we're competing. Um, and then from a coaching viewpoint, you know, Adam will have his key areas he wants to focus on. But, you know, I think at the end of it, if you're a member or fan and you, you come along to watch or you turn your TV on, um, competing really strongly hmm. and seeing improvement, seeing that you can see the future, you can see where we're going, you can see the style of play which um, we're trying to, you know, get in place. And, and, and you can see that there's a direction there that we're, we're heading in. And um, I'll go back to my initial point that starts with obviously getting our best. Our best guys out there and available. Our senior guys available with some of our young talent, which is really exciting. And if if we can do that and get those guys into a space um, to be ready to go come the start of the season, um, it gives them the best chances of success. And that's that's what helps build back from where we are. And um, you know, the, you can't take the first step till you take the first step. But yeah, you know, there's a lot of hard work ahead. But the players are doing it, and yeah, you know, we'll keep a really positive vibe around the place to make sure that we. Um, uh, we target those things and just getting better. We so, just keep getting better. Um, every player gets better. Our squad will get better. Some quick fire ones before we let you go. Yesterday, Scotty and I, and we did it today with Fremantle, but yesterday we did West Coast. Top five things we want to see, and we had the different elements of you know football and like. Going to throw some quick ones at you. Will the inflatable eagle stay, or are we going back to the banner? <laughs> <laughs> just hard-hitting ones. There we oh, go. Yeah. Oh, no, Look, John. The, the, no, the ba- the banner is uh, the banner's sort of uh, has been discussed is on the agenda. So watch this space. We'll see what uh, what we do in that area. Oh no! All so right. got Goss Verding, him the mascot has spoken again. He uh, wants the banner back, and Pikey's going, okay, I'll get it back. Not only Tim. that, Don, do we? Do we? Yeah, do, do we? we? Do you like that? Oh, do you like that? Oh, you can poke the bear. This is for cane corns. Do we go back to our original West Coast Eagles theme song <laughs> just to go back? Because I think it's got more balls, and I think it's got a bit more tradition to it. Do we? Do we want to? Just turn back the clock a little bit with the theme song. Again, under discussion, clearly the the, the, the the club made a decision a few years back around the changing of the song, and I know that you know some people are, are for, some people are against. Um, Leave that with me, Goss. <laughs> I will do, Don. And- oh, no way in the world are you dealing with that, Pikey. If someone come to you and said that, you'd be going, please leave me alone. Deal with that yourself. It's important, mate. It's important. <laughs> he played with the old song. Get out of my office. And last one, how's Daisy Pierce going? 
Uh, she's going really well, Daisy. She's uh, she's over. She's moved across with her husband, and so they're, they're settling here. Um, she's got a little bit of time to get organised before the AFLW sort of um, officially kicks off in terms of their pre-season, but that's going to be a really valuable time for her to to get to know the girls, do some preliminary work, and um, you know get get them in a in a good space to um, to attack this uh, this next season. And again, really important part of our club. You know, a lot of focus goes on the men's program, but we want to get our women's program up and firing so that as a footy club, you know, we're we're, we're moving in the direction that our fans and members want. And they want to be proud of, uh, of of getting behind the West Coast. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Uh, good to see Daisy and her husband over here, and they could go back and collect the kids, and they can come over here anytime they like. <laughs> no, the kids. The kids the kids are here with them. That's all. I don't let them out. They're here. They didn't, they didn't leave those in Melbourne. They've come along for the ride. Hey, good on you, mate. Michelle Cowan will be up and about too. She part-owned a horse that made its racetrack debut oh. at Narragin yesterday, and she won prize money, so she's up and about. Beautiful. Always a good day when you get a, a winner as a, as a horse owner. <laughs> exactly right. Hey, appreciate your time. We we hope to chat throughout the year about some positive things at the West Coast Eagles, and, and mate, uh, yeah. really appreciate you coming on our show. Thanks for watching. We'll check Here's Don Pike from the West Coast Eagles. We appreciate his time. Thanks for everyone's input as well. He's a very good operator, Pike. <laughs> Isn't he ever? Oh, he was a terrific bloke. Um, I'm looking forward to working field. with him this year. I didn't play with him, obviously, but off-field ripper. <laughs> very good businessman, very good coach. And did very well, and she's got you on the payroll. Hey, uh, do you feel like the banner's on the way back? <laughs> and do you feel like the song is on the agenda? The song shouldn't be. I like the song. Well, I know I'm one out on that, but there's going to be a better. This is the original.